Exciting news at This Week Health. Starting May 16th, our keynote show is moving to Thursdays. Catch every episode weekly on our This Week Health conference channel. Don't miss conversations with top health system leaders designed to transform healthcare one connection at a time. Subscribe to This Week Health conference and stay updated every Thursday. Hello and welcome to From the Floor on our conference channel. Last year, as my team and I walked the exhibit floor at one of the fall conferences, I realized two things. Many health IT professionals could not make it to the conference because of travel restrictions or busy schedules, which is also true right now. And there are many excellent healthcare solutions who were at the conference and they were ready and willing to share their story about how they plan to help propel healthcare forward. We have short conversations with the vendors in their booths, and we ask them to tell us what problem they are trying to solve in healthcare and how they are going about doing that, and hopefully give you a taste of what it's like to walk from booth to booth. We'll try to capture as many of these as we can and share them with you. And now, from the floor. Up first, a company that provides compliance, security, and operations solutions for the cloud. All right, well, we're here doing the booth walk here at Health 2023. I'm excited to be with Andy Gilbert from Clear Data. Andy, man, thanks so much for spending some time with us. We're so glad to be with you today. Jerry, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a great event. Yeah. I'm excited to be on this conversation with you. Awesome, well, tell me a little bit about your solution and really what you guys are doing for healthcare these days. Yeah, you know, Right now, we're being told by all of our CIOs, CISOs, things that we work with, where Clear Data only works with the providers, payers, life science, and other health tech. We're healthcare exclusive. So when we're talking to them, all of these people feel like they're being just pushed from both sides. They feel like they have pressures around running a bimodal operation because of cost pressures labor shortages, they have issues with cybersecurity, they have issues with their staff, you know, retention and everything else. It's just a tough time out there, but there's a lot of cool things going on between patient engagement, population health management, virtual care, telehealth, all these things that they want to deliver. And they find, you know, one of my great clients tells us that they, he feels like a toad in the road without us because he's getting hit on from both sides. So what we really do is think of us in three pillars, compliance, security, in operations for the cloud. And we allow companies who want to move to the cloud, the healthcare companies want to move to the cloud, do it in a compliant way by protecting their PHI and sensitive data. And so, you know, they feel that we help them extend their staff, reduce their risk, and really accelerate their time to value because we take on all of that for them while they get to focus on those cool, innovative things to drive value for their patients, outcomes in the hospital or payer provider. I love that. So you were telling me you guys have been around for about 10 years, but what's some of the top of mind things for Clear Data these days that you guys are excited about? Yeah, thanks for asking that. Yeah, we have, we've been about 10 years, and obviously with cloud work and 10 years in healthcare, <laughs> things have evolved and changed quite a bit over yep. time. And one of the things that we've done is, you know, healthcare took a little bit longer for cloud adoption in many cases, and now it's really going a lot. And so from a maturity perspective, we offered our solution just as one bundle. You had to buy the software, 
the services, the MDR, everything all together. Now what we've done is actually broken that apart and today we're launching the software as a service offer. And so that's really exciting because now people get to see their own compliance dashboard. We've already got 200 clients running this, wow. but we've added in a whole bunch of things to it that like a configuration management and a risk evaluator and the ability to go and automatically remediate different pieces of the compliance at your control. So we had to put all that client facing, and now that we've done that, we can release us as a software service so we can meet our clients where they are. I love that, I love that. So when you think about the hospital system and our kind of audience that listens to us, yeah. who do you want to speak to at the hospital system and, and really what's the conversation that you'd love to have with them? Yeah, great question. We sit between the CISO, the CTO, CIO, and the architecture group. You know, the, because yeah. you know, if you're a CTO, you're really trying to deliver faster. You want to make sure that you're efficient and effective. You're doing DevOps pipelines, doing the new things, right? Trying to be effective as possible. And then from a security perspective, you have to remain secure, compliant. They care about that, but that really falls on a CISO to make sure and govern that that's happening. So this is kind of a template and an easy button for them to be able to go and look at from a healthcare perspective with our healthcare safeguards. And that's our really, our secret sauce is those safeguards. It's 10 years of interpreting HIPAA, HITRUST, NIST, ISO 2000 for healthcare and saying, here's the you know 27 controls that you need to turn on in AWS, Azure, Google, whatever it is, and or you know all the things that you need to do, turn off, and so that you know we can help them move faster, and but remain secure and compliant at the same time. I love that, man. Well, thanks so much for taking a little bit of time to share with us, man. We really love you know your solution here at Clear Data. Looking forward to uh, seeing what all you do in the future. Thanks Jerry, for spending some time with a, us. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. All right. Thank you. Bye. Next, a solution to help engineering teams shift the privacy burden. All right, everybody, we're here at the Health Conference 2023 in Las Vegas, and we're here with Privacy Dynamics. Tell me who you are and what's your role here. Yeah, thanks. Happy to be here. I'm Graham Thompson, founder and CEO of Privacy Dynamics, and we're a company that helps engineering teams replicate their production environments for uses like development, testing, training, anytime you want really high quality data without the customer or patient information in that data. That's awesome. So so give me a little, uh, a little long swoop about your solution. Tell me what you're trying to solve in healthcare. Yeah, so what was happening in privacy, my background is in privacy within Microsoft. And what was happening was a lot of the security and compliance officers were asking engineering teams not to use data that contained PII or PHI. Yep. And it was really a burden on those teams to, before they got working on their solution, they had to sort of set up their environments and clean a lot of their data. So our focus was to sort of shift the privacy burden left and, and allow those engineering teams to sort of manage those environments without PII or PHI in them and just always have them available and always have them you know, maintain parity with the production data. And so once you set this up, it, it runs on a schedule. We'll remove direct identifiers and treat indirect identifiers and sort of maintain this copy that, that is always available for development and testing. I love that. So for our audience, like who is it that you would want to speak to within the health system? And then tell me a little bit about the conversation that you'd like to have with them on the back end there. Yeah, within the health system, it's really those that are managing access to data. And so if that access requires the data needs to be cleaned under data minimization rules for HIPAA, a lot of times that work takes hours or even sometimes weeks to do. And so if we're able to help sort of automate that process, the way our tool works is we connect into a source destination and then we have a destination that we send the data to. And so once we have that source data, we look at it, we treat it, and then we write it to a destination and all of this can happen 
we can do several million rows in, in a matter of minutes. And so it really speeds up that process for you to sort of publish that data to whoever is downstream, whether it's an internal user or a partner or a, another solution outside the, the system. Oh, that's great. Well, last question. I'd love to know any success stories, any things you want to brag about, things going on with Privacy Dynamics, you know, that you'd like to share, just, you know, big successes that are yeah. going on right now? Yeah, so one of the most interesting use cases that we've had was an early stage healthcare company called HouseRx, and they didn't have a large engineering team at the time. And so a lot, if, if a lot of their work was being spent preparing their data environments and managing their data environments, it was taking away from the high value work that, that they wanted to do. So we came in, we gave them a data minimization solution on day one, and they were able to sort of call into source data and, and maintain these, these replica environments for their developers, their they're, they're just application testing and, and even their training environments as they're training on and bringing on new customers. And so it, it's really an, sort of an extra bandwidth for them in, in the DevOps space where, where they don't have to sort of maintain those themselves. That's right. So even small teams, it can, be, it can be really beneficial to have this extra resource. I love it. Man, well thanks so much for spending some time with us. You bet. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the conference. Yeah, thank you. Next, we have a consultant to help innovate with technology. All right, so we're continuing our booth walk here at Health 2023. I'm here with Dan from Data Art. Dan, tell me a little bit about your role. Like, what do you do here? Sure. So, again, my name is Dan Kiakaj. I'm the head of healthcare and life sciences at Data Art. We are a technology consultancy and custom software development company focused on regulated industries. So, we help the payers, the providers, and also work in pharma, biotech, life sciences to innovate with technology is, is really what it comes down to. So it's an understanding of the technical expertise, regulatory understanding, and the market, you know, industry knowledge that comes together that makes us different than like your typical software development outsourcer. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, lots of customization there, able to go yeah. where the hospital system needs you to go. Yeah, so you know, whether it's working with a hospital system, whether it's working with the payers, the providers, the or big pharma, or even health tech. So all the software vendors and, and the companies here that are selling their products to the payers, to the providers, to pharma, we very often help them to innovate and scale their business by deploying our services. I love that, yeah. I love it. So, so tell me a little bit about who it is within the hospital system you'd like to talk to and then what's the conversation you'd like to have with them? Yes. Usually when we work with hospitals, it tends to be the larger hospitals, mm -hmm. very often attached to a school that has an innovation center. Nice. So for instance, with one of the large hospitals we work with, we help them to actually build an embedded system within their EHR that allows the doctor to see everything they need to see about the patient all in one screen. Mm. Instead of having to jump back and forth through the EHR, and it just makes that interaction with the patient happen a little smoother, a little quicker, obviously because you know they're trying to get a proper, appropriate time with the patient versus spending too much time in a system. So that's one example, you know, yeah. and or like for instance with payers. We're currently helping uh, a large payer right now to revamp how they handle behavioral health from a technology perspective. How do their patients, the members, yeah. actually interact with their organization through technology? Because when you think of it, you, you look at how we interact with technology on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, whether it's ordering something on Amazon or watching something on Netflix, patients are starting to expect that same kind of interaction with the hospitals, with That's their health right. insurance company, it should feel just as easy to interact with them as it does Amazon. Yeah, you know, so that's, you know, that's where health tech is headed. Yeah, I love that. Well, this is a little bit off off script question, but it just comes from yeah. your last you comment there. 
Talk to me about something that maybe you're dying to get your hands on within the health system that you can see that, man, there's so much going on wrong with it, but you guys know that you guys can help solve that issue, make it easier where there's functionality on the internal side or with the exterior facing patient side? You know, I, I think a lot of it comes down to the patient journey, yeah. right? The patient being able to actually understand and very quickly know what they have to do next and as they engage with the provider and also at the same time having that patient 360 degree view right so the providers can make the right decisions to reduce readmittance to improve outcomes and all of right. this so all of that now with generative ai and and big data all of this is is very possible now and and the ability to change how the hospital interacts with the patient and improve that interaction. I think we're at a point where technology has gotten to a point where we can do all of that. Yeah. It's just a matter of implementing it, right? There's nothing stopping us from the technology side. It's just as we roll it out across the industry. You know, even when you think like ChatGPT and being able to train that against the data, the EHR data, That's right. and to be able to ask questions about your entire patient population, yep. you know, things like that. So it's it's a really interesting time right now with AI and you know all the big data systems that are around. It is. Yeah. And well, thanks so much for spending some time with us today, Dan. We appreciate Data Art and all that you guys are doing, and look forward to having more conversations with you down the road. Great, yeah, Jerry. So it was great to meet you. Yeah, man. Nice to meet you. Have a good day. We want to thank you for a wonderful year. As you know, we have celebrated our five-year anniversary at This Week Health, and we are going to enter our sixth year of doing this. And we set out a goal to raise $50,000 for childhood cancer this year, and you did not disappoint. We have raised close to $60,000 this year for childhood cancer, and we really appreciate you. We appreciate the community coming together, and we hope to do more of this Next year, we hope that you'll join us. Now, a solution to help with software and analytics. All right, we're here at Health 2023 doing the booth walk, and I'm here with Health Catalyst and David Ross, man, CTO. Thanks so much for spending a little bit of time with us and yeah. to, to share a little bit about your solutions. So give me the, the solution that you guys are offering to healthcare these days. Sure, so Health Catalyst started as an improvement company. We have deep healthcare expertise, and early on in the company, we worked with our clients to solve meaningful problems that were in the clinical revenue, cost, and quality space. We realized to be successful with that, we had to have a great technology underpinning, and those underpinnings were largely a data and analytics platform, and that's what we built. So since 2008, we've been refining the concept of bringing a data and analytics platform to healthcare. Once we had that asset built and deployed, we started layering in applications on top of it to go after those same problems, but in a way that's that's more than just that consultative services approach. We actually had applications for patient engagement, population health, revenue cycle management, et cetera, that were built out and built on top of that data and analytics platform. Modern Health Catalyst does all of that more, so we are also very focused on managed services offerings, what we call TEMS, which stands for Tech-Enabled Managed Services. Okay. And what that means is difficult problems sometimes require more than tech. And sometimes they require more than traditional professional services. It actually kind of requires taking over the problem for your customers and delivering it to them at a lower cost. So right now we're very focused on that tech-enabled managed services offering. Some of the use cases that we go after are in reporting analytics, chart abstraction, ambulatory clinic management, and clinical improvement work. 
So kind of back to our basics work, yeah. but in a different sense because we're actually taking over that business function from our clients. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, love and that. we're del delivering it to them at a lower cost, and it doesn't require a big investment in tech because that's included with that relationship. So deeper, multi-faster relationships with our many clients, and that's really the future for us. To I love that. In that direction. I love that. Yeah. So within the hospital system, you know, who are you guys wanting to have conversations with, and what's that conversation look like? What's yeah. the conversation you're trying to have? Yeah, generally we're looking to have conversations with decision makers, key decision makers that are involved with managing cost. That's our main offering, is to offer solutions that reduce cost, contracted in. So typically that's the CFO and other kind of administrative executive leads within the yeah. organization that are looking to find ways to reduce cost, especially because our institutions, which are our healthcare providers in the US, are under such tremendous financial pressure. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So for this conference here, like what's kind of top of mind stuff for you guys? Is there any messaging, any new thing that you guys are really running after? Yeah, I mean, so so like I said, that, that managed services offering and the ability to kind of take over really tough problems yeah. on behalf of our clients and offer it back to them at a lower cost, I mean, that, that's definitely our growth engine right now. In order to be successful and in order to use tech, you have to be innovative. And so what we love about a conference like this is it, it kind of gets our creative juices flowing. How can we deliver that back to our clients more effectively, better, faster, cheaper, stronger, et cetera. That's great. So yeah, looking for partnership opportunities, looking for interesting clients, yep. and of course, connecting with the community, which you know, in a lot of ways we came from because we were startup one day too. That's right. That's so, exactly right. Yeah. Well, man, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time, giving yeah. us a little overview, and man, looking forward to what we see from Health Catalyst in the future. Awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. All right. Last, a solution that delivers intelligent information to care teams within their existing workflows. All right. Well, we're here at the Health 2023 with our friends at Holon. This is John Zimmerman, CEO. John, how are you doing today? How's the conference going for you? It's going Better than hoped by a lot, Jarius. Thank you Great. for spending time with us. And, Absolutely. And for having a little time with folks in your audience. We really respect and appreciate what you do. I love it. Well, tell me, give me a little bit for the listeners who, who don't know who you are. Tell me a little bit about Holon and the solution that you guys are offering to healthcare and to payers these days. I'm, I'm going to start with our why. Yeah. Okay? We decided a few years ago, we saw it coming that there's too much burden for people in practice. And we're seeing that with the burnout and all the other negative consequences that come from that. So our mission is to find ways to bring them tools and solutions that do really three things. First and foremost, have them have less burden, make their jobs easier. Yep. The second thing is and that enables them to focus more on their patients, which is what they love to do. And then the best thing is that when we're able to do the first two, the systems are already set up to reward them. Mm. It's just that there's too many things in their way to serve the patients the way they want to collect the rewards that are already out there. Yeah. So that's what that's our why. Yeah. And we're seeing that resonate a lot. That's great. That's great. So tell me about the solution. How does it do some of the things? How is it doing these three things? How is it bowling up to the why? We have four main components of our solutions with, I'll, I'll put a fifth in at the end. The first thing that we do is we have patented technology that's able to observe what users are doing without bothering them. Yeah. When they take an event that there may be some other information somewhere else that they know that they need to see, we go and get it for them. Now, if it's out there and we bring it, great. If there's nothing there, we don't bother them. But if there's something out there that they've told us they want, 
we bring it back to them and show it to them in a personalized way that they told us, if you show me this gap information or this summary information, show it to me like this so I can take that action that I want to take. I just didn't know that it's there. The fourth piece is analytics. So we, and they're operational analytics, so we can tell a health system, a health plan, a practice, who's actually doing what and what they're getting out of it, because that helps us get onto a plane of, uh, it's a virtuous cycle of doing better and better. And the fifth element is we're very careful to focus on value. If you don't get value for the end users, essentially giving them back time, yep. then they're not gonna use it. And if they don't use it, then we've just wasted everybody's time. Yeah. So we're hyper-focused on setting the systems up so they like it and ask us for more. I love that, I love that. So talk to me about who at the at the hospital system or in the payer space, who do you want us to speak to and tell me what's the, the top of mind conversation you're wanting to have with them? I'll do a, an example of each. So yeah. in a hospital system, one of the most important things that they want to do is to ensure that the patients get discharged and placed into the back into the primary care world so they're cared for and don't have a readmission, right? That's one of the worst things for a health system to have because it's a failure in many different ways. So let's stop that with good transition of care management. So we facilitate that. On the other side, from a health plan's perspective, we know that there's a lot of important protocols and a lot of activity and they don't always happen, either in reporting risk accurately or closing any kind of care gap so they can get their best HEDIS measures. We know that they have the data that they want the providers to see in their workflow during an encounter. So we help them do that and the providers like it, like I said in the beginning, it makes their lives easier, better care, rewards are there. For That's them. so good. Well, wrap this thing up for me. Give me some, brag on, hold on a little bit. Give me some use cases or some, some examples of just ways that you feel like, you know, this is really partnering well, you know, in, in the spaces that you guys live. I'm shy to brag on us, so I will <laughs> brag on my customer. There you okay, go. One of them. So we have a great customer in Western Pennsylvania, primary care group, but tied into a couple of different health plans. And that's important that it's more than one, okay? Yeah. So they tell us that they're actually getting the benefits of time back, okay? And they actually send us great thank you notes from their staff that say that they're getting their time back. They're able to focus on their patients and their rewards are happening. So I got that last week sometime. And then this weekend, they sent me another one, which was one of the biggest surprises of all, that one of the practice managers out in the network asked her if she could get more quality gaps, which has been heretofore a pain in the neck. Don't send me that stuff. Now they're asking for more because it's so easy to do from their second health plan. Mm. So that was an incredible experience. She said, John, do you know that this is unprecedented? Nobody's ever asked for that before. And she was so pleased and thrilled because it's a testament to her work and all that she does to make 
her practice better. We just help her, and we're delighted to do so. I love that. Man, well, thanks for spending a few minutes with us, John. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate Olan. You guys have a great rest of your conference. You bet, Jarius. Thank right. you. Yes, sir. What a great group of healthcare partners. We want to thank them for spending time with us from the floor and sharing their solutions and their aspirations for supporting healthcare IT. I want to thank them for talking with me, with Holly, and our team from the floor. We also want to thank our sponsors who make this content possible and are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.